What's up? What's up? This your boy Mark Curry from Hanging with Mr. Cooper. But you know what? Now I'm hanging with the homie Popo, politicking. You know how he do self help hip hop. That's right. Say that again. Say that fast. Self help hip hop. That's what. That's what's up. He representing San Diego, Oceanside, anything with a beach. He representing. That's right. He's trying to preserve hip hop culture. You know what I mean? I like that because we need to preserve it. Because pretty soon the youngsters ain't gonna even know what it. You know what's up you know what i mean he's also introducing future stars so get at him he got a podcast he's deep he's po po you know how you do it po po politician you spell that that's p p p how we feeling peace out uh popolitikin.com hey yo what's going on it's your boy china mac as you can see from my shirt it says china mac you know what i'm saying and i'm with popolitikin right now we turning up let's get it <laughs> it's kind of like Pico de Gallo. This is what this is what we doing best style. Uh, <laughs> the real best style. I rep for real. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. One, two, one, two, one, two, one, two, three, four, five, six. Shit is different now. Everybody snitching now. Real shit they missing now. Shit, when I was coming up, there was rules to this shit. Youngest, listen, old heads were dropping jewels to this shit. Then these lanes caught a wave, started fooling these kids. Now it's time to take it back, start influencing shit. Number one, don't be on your grand with your gun. Don't think 12 out here watching your moves, then you dumb. Number two, don't be showing money on the net. Them jack boys see you bossing and they coming to collect. They gon' pull up where you rest, take the chains off your neck. Or they come up for the ransom, snatch your daughter off the steps. Number three, never judge a book by the cover. The loudest be soft as butter, the quiet be quick to slug you. The ones that you throw with brothers are telling on one another. They acting like they some gangsters, but working with undercovers. Number four, never put no trust on the whore. And don't never, ever, ever, ever run up in the raw. Cause if you got some money with a good credit score, she gon' claim you got a pregnant, bring the baby to your door. Number five, pay attention where you going live. Cause your ops are watching close, they gon' catch you by surprise. Number six, don't be fighting over no bitch. Can't be mad when she the one that's out here looking for dick. Number seven, and this rule is so underrated. Gotta leave them drugs alone, can't be on point when you faded. Cause when you lean in, you can't pay attention to who's scheming. You won't even see it coming, you'll be stretched out on the semen. Number eight, don't ever burn a bridge, you gotta cross. If you wanna win, gotta start thinking like a boss. Number nine, should've been number one to me. If you ain't about that life, stay the fuck off the street. And if you banging, don't be taking in nobody that's weak. Cause when the fans come, they gon' be the first one to speak. Number ten, don't ever mix business with friends. Gotta keep it separate, unless you gon' separate. Cause when that money come, that's when she gon' get delicate. Be the one that closest to you that hits you with settlements. Follow these rules, you be moving like a G. And if not, stay the fuck away from me. Only rare ones is getting close to the team. And all of them already know what this really means. Welcome back to PolPolitikin.com. 
your home for self-help music hip hop. Make sure you go on Spotify, we're on Apple Music, YouTube, <laughs> and Politicking. This is my interview since 2008. One, two, one, two, and place to be with China Mac. How you doing? How you doing, my brother? I'm good. Yeah, man, I see you busy. You got people doing push-ups and shit? Yeah, 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 yeah. What's that about? I'll be checking your live out. What's that about? Hold on. Let me just position this shit a little bit better. But, uh, yeah, basically, so I be so busy with, um, you know, my shit that I haven't been really working now. So the other day, I looked at myself in the mirror and I said, man, self, you are fucking up. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, just not, I haven't been eating right, working out. So I said, you know what? Let me just um start this push-up challenge on my Instagram. And I know there's mad other people that also feels like me. So let me encourage them, uh, inspire them to work out as well while also inspiring me. You know what I'm saying? Because when other people are watching, you tend to do more. You know what I'm saying? You just tend to be a little more, you know, you just tend to go in a little bit more. So I figured, like, that would help me and also I would help others. You know what I'm saying? So that's... That's what I've been doing, a little push-up challenge every morning. And then when I see your story, I was re- I've was i been following you for a few years, but I see how, like, it just seems like how hip-hop took you so far, took to a better place. So I just want you to talk about when you first fell in love with hip-hop. Where was you at? How old was you? I was, like, about eight. Mm-hmm. Um, I was in a group home. I remember exactly when I first found hip-hop because it was, I, ne- I didn't know about it before I went to this group home. And then um, once I went there, everybody was listening to hip hop. And um, I was just, uh, honestly, you know, I was just trying to fit in, you know what I'm saying? Because I was a young kid. I was the only Chinese person there, only Asian person there. And I just, you know, I just uh, found hip hop to be the way for me to connect with, 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 with the people that was, that I saw, you know, because we came from different environments, different neighborhoods, different culture. So, um, we didn't understand each other. However, hip hop, you know, became that, that bridge, you know? Then what is hip hop to you? Hip hop. Hip hop is to me how I found hip hop when I first learned hip hop. Hip hop is like for the people, you know what I'm saying? Hip hop is music from the people for the people. Um, hip hop is very close to you know the 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 black people. Like you know what I'm saying? Like it's 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 the black people's way of expressing themselves in this time, right? So um, at that time it, when I first discovered hip hop it was like uh who was it it was like like um KRS one it was Coogee Rap it was like you know that era right and um it, it was really raw you know what I mean really honest you know what I'm saying it was before when I when I discovered hip hop it was actually right before the, the companies came in and just started you know dictating what happens in hip hop. You know what I'm saying? But when I first discovered it, it was really honest really raw and just it was really for the people you know what i'm saying and that's what i fell in love with i fell in love with you know i just didn't i never saw anybody i just never felt anything that was so raw and so like you know what i mean so rebellious you know what i mean and i fell in love with it quickly who were some of your influences hip-hop yeah um my biggest influences tupac 
because I felt like his he was more than music. You know what I mean? He was he connected with me. I connected with him emotionally as well. You know what I'm saying? So definitely Tupac. Definitely um definitely Wu Tang. You know what I'm saying? Um definitely Scarface. Scarface is something else, bro. Scarface mm. is something else. Um definitely, definitely Mob Deep. You know what I mean? Um Nas. Like the list can go on, man. But those are like the main players in my And then I usually ask the guests about their names, the background, but I think I got yours. Cause Chinese in your Mac, that's why China Mac or no? Nah. So what? What is it? I'm trying to figure the background by your name, the background of your name. Cause it's oh, China um, Mac, so is it like cause you, like Chinese and then saying Mac? No, no, no. Um, China Mac came from. It was given to me in prison. So there's this gang called the Mac Ballers, and um, and they were a blood set, brim a brim set. And they, they, they were new when I first was on Rikers Island. Um, there was only like maybe like 25, 30 of them. And I was in a house with all of them. So like, like I was in the house with like 15, 20 of them. And um, there was an upstart gang and they just started getting on. And they always, because I, I, I was like, you know, cool with them. They was always trying to get me to be a Mac Baller, like join. Mm. But I just never did. But they used to always call me, yo, that's the Mac. That's China Mac. That's Mac. That's the Mac. That's the Mac. So I felt like that name had it, it had a ring to it. So I just ran with that name. Oh, I missed that all up. I thought it was something. Oh, okay. <laughs> so what what you working on right now? I saw you just, uh, I saw a video you just posted in your stories. Is that a new video? What, what video is you working on right now? Um, I'm just, I'm, I mean, I, I'm working on some music videos. I'm working on a new album. I'm just working. You know what I mean? Um, what's your uh, creative process? Like, how? What do you? What's your mood when you create? They be want to know about that now. It depends. You know what I mean? It depends. I, I don't have the same mood every time I create, and I feel like if you do if you do that, then you're just gonna have the same type of music all the time. You know what I'm saying? I, I do. I like to do music different moods. Like you know, what I'm saying, um, it just really depends on what I'm feeling at that time. So I don't have a particular like set, you know, way of creating. I just, I just start creating wherever I'm at. And then, how would you describe your sound? New York, but like, like New York, like more, more, more old. But I still can do like the young, like, so it's kind of like a, my sound is New York. It's New York. I got a New York sound. But who in New York? Because, you know, New York kind of, you know, got a lot of uh, artists in New York. So who would you, if you certain, you know what I'm saying? Like, nah, I mean, back. when I say New York, I mean like, you know, the sound that New York was known for before now. Right now, New York is known for like a drill sound. But that wasn't our sound. Like I'm talking about our sound, like the New York sound is like that boom bap type ish, you know, bars, lyricism, um, and also like you know, yeah, that that's what New York sound is to me. So how you feel about the game right now? Like far as the sound of the, of the game, how you where you feel we at? Feel a good place or? I don't feel no way. I feel like it's where it's supposed to be. I guess. 
You know what I'm saying? I feel like, um, you know, because if you look at it, like, 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 uh, when I was growing up, when I was coming up, everybody used to attack gangster hip hop, mm-hmm. right? Like the older people used to attack that. Like, what the fuck is that's not even music? You guys are talking about killing each other. You guys are talking about shooting each other. You guys, are, that's not music. This is music. Like, like you know, Earth, Wind, and Fire is music. Like, you know what I mean? Teddy Pendergrass is music. That's music. This hip hop shit, that's not music. That was the that was the conversation when I was coming up. You know what I'm saying? So now the new conversation is my generation is like, yo, what the fuck is that? That's not even music. You guys aren't fucking using lyrics. You guys aren't doing this. Right. You guys aren't doing that. Like, and that's what hip hop is. You understand what I'm saying? So it's like, you know, when we did, when we first started hip hop, like when we started my, my coming up, the older generation didn't look at us like it was music. Now our generation, my generation is looking at the younger people like, yo, that's not music. Like, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, it's the same shit. It's going to happen. You know, the, the things are going to change. Nothing is ever going to stay the same. Things are going to change. And, you know, as long as we preserve, as long as I do what I can to preserve what I feel like is hip hop to me, then I did my job. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, you know, there. I, I don't I don't shun the new artists. I don't look at them like it's not music. You know what I'm saying? It is music. It's music to them. It's, they're, they're expressing from just different ways, but it's still expression, it's still music, it's still hip hop. And then um, this show is actually, I interview a lot of new artists, so I just want you to talk to the new artists as far as like, cause I see your social media presence, like you're, you're on live all the time, I see your YouTube, you got Mac Eats, just, I see a, it's clean how you doing it, like you got a lot of, like a following, a strong following, so how, do, how can they build that following like that, new artists? How can you build a following? You got to um, push it out. You know what I'm saying? I see a lot of artists, oh, they just want to hold on to their shit. You know what I'm saying? They don't want to put it out. And putting it out doesn't mean, yo, just go to Distro Kid and put out a song. That's just putting out the song. But putting it out is actually like coming up with a strategy on promoting, right? Like, you know, make the song, make the video, and then promote and fully like give it 100%. In the in the studio, but see a lot of artists, they feel like once they make the song, it's over. Like that's that's their job, right? That's it. But nowadays, it's not. You know what I'm saying? You got to make the song, and once you make the song, you got to make the video. Once you make the video, you got to start promoting. You got to start doing other shit. So I feel like you know how I how I acquired whatever I have is I just do different shit. I just do as much as I can with everything. I don't wait for nobody else to do it. You know what I'm saying? Because what I learned is when you wait for somebody to do it, it's not going to get done. You know what I mean? You're just going to be sitting there like, whoa, whoa, I don't know. So artists now, you have to take everything into your own hands. You got YouTube. YouTube everything. Like, you know what I'm saying? If you don't know what you need to do when you um create, when, when you're about to release a song, go to YouTube and press in, what do I need to do before I release a song? And I guarantee you, there's going to be at least 10, 15 videos telling you exactly what to do. You know what I'm saying? So right now, artists, we have we have like a lot of, we have the tools in our hands. We just got to utilize them, you know? Yeah, I'm going to say I have my, um, like my cousin, man, he's been like in and out of uh, prison. So what what kept you from like, you seem like I see you, you like doing positive stuff. What kept you from staying out of trouble? 
it took me a long time to figure that out. That shit ain't easy. You know what I'm saying? Especially when you're used to getting in trouble. Right. You know, once you start getting in trouble, it's hard to like, like you ever heard, do you know how easy it is to go into prison? Uh, how easy is it going to go to prison? Is it easy? Yeah. Meaning like if you're outside fucking up, you're like, it's, it's not, it's not, it's not hard to right. go to prison. Right. So like, I mean, so once you get into prison, it's easy to get into prison. It's hard to get out of prison. So it, it, it's the same shit. It's like, once you start getting in trouble, it's hard not to get in trouble. You got to really like, you know, you got to really make some decisions and you have to follow up on those decisions. So I was just tired of going back and forth to jail, man. I spent so many years in jail. I spent like more than half of my life in jail probably. And um, I was just tired of it. Like, I just was like, you know what, man, this is it. I did 10 years and then I did like little, I did 16 month parole violation. And I was just like, yo, you know what? I can't. I can't. So I have to go out there and make the decisions that support my, 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 what I want. You know what I'm saying? I can't say, Hey, I don't want to go back to prison and I'm outside, you know, selling drugs, holding guns and doing whatever. Right. Because that's not the, the actions that support my, my decision. Right. So when you, once you, you got to make that decision and then you have to make decisions after that to support that decision. Yeah. So where do you see yourself in like, uh, say like, Five years, where you see yourself at? You I don't know. I, I I don't even, I don't even, I don't even do that no more. Like, cause uh -huh. back in the days, I'd be like, yo, in in two years, you know what I'm saying? When I came home from prison, I was like, yo, two years, I'm gonna be popping, I'm gonna be popping. Yo. And here here we are, like six, seven years later, and you know what I'm saying? I don't feel like I'm popping. You know, I've come a long way, right? And I've come a long way, but it's not what I thought it was gonna be. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm nowhere near where I thought I was going to be at. You know what I'm saying? Even though I still came a long way. So now it's just, I don't even look at what I'm going to do in five years. I just know what I'm going to do today. What I'm going to do tomorrow. You know what I'm saying? And like, and then just every day you just go from there and you can't set too many, you can't set too many, like, um, what's the word I'm looking for? You set too many, uh, what is it? Expectations. When you, yeah, expectations, right. You can't set, like high, you can't set too many of those. You just do what you do. You give it one hundred percent, and whatever it is, you take it and you move. You learn from it and you move on. You know what I'm saying? I feel like once we start putting expectations, we start disappointing ourselves. And once we start disappointing ourselves, that's when is that's when quitting happens. You know? Yeah, I had interviewed the baby like uh, a long time ago, but I, I'm asking him the same thing I asked you. Far as like. Uh... The realness in your music, because I know, like, like you said, I just saw you post something. You said, like, it's different when it's real. So, how do you feel about everything you rap about is real, but then you got rappers that blowing up, and you, they probably ain't did none of that shit. <laughs> that make you yeah. feel some kind of way, or? I mean, it makes me feel like you know, I I really don't care. You know what I'm saying? It's just, you know what I mean? It's just, um. Everybody got to do what they do, man. You know what I mean? Just, just, uh, it's crazy to see how fake shit is now. You know what I'm saying? How, how, how fake things are, but it is what it is. I just, I just, I just, I just think like, you know, artists, and I speak for myself too. I'm not the best at this at all, but we need to be more attentive to the message that we're putting out. You know what I mean? And that's something that, that's something that I need to, 
you know, keep in mind too. Like a lot of our music, uh, when, when we the messages that we put, you know what I mean? Um, people are watching that. People, people are are listening to that. So it's different when it's somebody that you never been in the street, you never did no jail time, you never shot nobody, you never did that. But in your music, that's all you're talking about, and it's like. Why are you doing that? And you're setting, and if you got young followers, they're all looking at you like it's cool. You know what I'm saying? So I just say artists, and I, I say that to myself too, we need to just be more uh, attentive to the message that we're trying to put out. Yeah, then actually it's, uh, I'm actually about to interview another Asian artist coming up soon and he wants me to ask him about like, he said uh, one of the topics is like the race relations right now. So I saw you posting a lot of stuff, especially when, you know, it was a lot of discrimination going on towards the Asians. So you want to speak towards that? Anything about that? Um, Is it still happening like that? Or is it not that bad no more? Cause I remember when the, you know, that virus first broke out, it was crazy. Yeah. But it was crazy when I was coming up. You know what I'm saying? I lived in Chinatown and down the block, it was like, uh, it, it was projects right there, right? And, and 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 people would used to come into Chinatown, rob people in the schools. You know, um, uh, black kids, Spanish kids used to pick on the Chinese kids and rob them, take it, take their shit. You know what I'm saying? I don't feel like it's any different, you know, now than I mean, it's different a little now because you know with everything that's going on, but this is in the same space. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like you know, I feel like. The shit is gonna happen when people feel like they could take advantage of somebody. They will, mm. what, right? And that's regardless of what color you are. You know, like people take advantage of people when they can. You know what I'm saying? So especially kids, younger people, like uh, uh, they're gonna do stupid things. Like I don't care if you're white, Chinese, black, whatever. Kids do dumb shit. You know what I'm saying? Like kids are gonna do. You know, young people are gonna do like reckless shit. You know what I'm saying? So I look at that, like, that shit is reckless. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, that type of shit. But I, what I feel like is it's nothing new. When I was coming up, I used to get picked on too. Black kids used to try to, like, rob me. And, and, and when I was in jail, when I first went to the group homes, people used to pick on me and, like, you know what I'm saying? Because I was Chinese. But once I started, like, standing up, you know what I'm saying? Once I started fighting back, once I started, like, you know, doing that, it didn't happen anymore. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like it's the same way. I don't feel like it's, I don't feel like, I don't know, man. Like to me, it's a little different. When black people do like that type of shit, I look at that like, yo, man, that's like, that shit is like ignorant shit. You know what I'm saying? Like it's ignorance, but then it doesn't come from a hateful place. I always said that. Like when I went in jail and, 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 Black people didn't hate me because I was Chinese, right? They just saw I was different and they just wanted to pick on me, wanted to fuck with me. But it wasn't from a hate. It wasn't from hate. Like, oh, I hate you Chinese motherfuckers. Like, ignorant, fuck, like it wasn't. Ignorant. Yeah. It, it, it was ignorance. It wasn't hate. You understand what I'm saying? But then when you have other shit, when, when, when I look at different people, like racist people, like they hate. Like when I see like some posts from like white people talking about Asian people, like some of them really hate Asians. You know what I'm saying? Like even in the neighborhoods, like around 
you know, New York City, you got certain white neighborhoods and whatever, that, or even Brooklyn, they got signs up saying we don't want the Chinese here anymore. They're fucking up our business. They're doing this. They're doing that. So what I'm saying is I didn't see, I didn't feel hate from black people. I just felt misunderstanding. I felt like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like we just didn't understand each other well. You know what I'm saying? But once we understood each other, it was different. It's different. You know what I'm saying? So well, what I got to say about that is like, yo, me being Asian, you know what I mean? I, I stand up for my Asian brothers. You know what I'm saying? I stand up for my Asian brothers, but I don't think that we should be beefing with each other, black and Asian. I feel like Asians should have an understanding of, of the black communities, especially if we're in there getting money off of the community, right? Like if I go open a store in a black community, right? I should be more, I should be more understanding of the people. You know what I'm saying? Versus just trying to get money from the people. You know what I'm saying? Like, like I should have, I should try to build a better understanding of the people. Like I should, you know, whatever. So I feel like we just need to understand each other more. Like, 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 you know what I'm saying? I feel like at every time, it's easy right now to get carried away from the bullshit because we're frustrated. We got all this. So it's easy for somebody to come in and say, look, all these Chinese people been doing this, been doing that, been doing this. Yo, uh, uh. And then it's easy to get riled up. And it's easy for a Chinese person to be like, yo, black people are beating us up. Man, fuck them. Uh, 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 uh. It's easy to do that. You know what I'm saying? Like to, to just get carried away by that. But what I feel like, yo, let's, let's, let's not just do the easy shit. Let's try to figure this out. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, cause I don't feel like black and Asians are enemies. I don't think that we're, 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 we're not enemies. You know what I'm saying? Like we have another enemy, right? We have another enemy. You know what I'm saying? So there's, there's other enemies out there. I don't think that we should be, you know, I think we should fix whatever problems we may have. I think we should have a better understanding of whatever is going on. And I feel like once we have that understanding, there's going to be, it's going to be a lot better. Yeah, I think um, a lot of black people, you know, they had Korean War, Vietnam War. So when we came back to America, we see how we still treated. We like, shit, <laughs> why are we going over there? Dude? Shit, ain't no right. Black, black, people went to, black people went to Vietnam and the Vietnam soldiers, there was signs saying, yo, black people, this is not the war. You know what I'm saying? Like, so, I mean. You know, I just feel like we just need a better understanding, bro. I got more, I got, I got black brothers, like brothers, like my brothers, like people I would die for, people that, you know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? I have more black friends than I have Asian friends. You know what I'm saying? So it was like, I'm stuck in the middle of that. And then a lot of Asian people look at me like, yo, you're not even Asian, you black. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, you know, but I just feel like, uh, I just feel like we got a lot of work to do, man. And, you know, that's it. So what you like to do when you're not making music? I know you got the eating show, so you like to eat well. <laughs> um, I like to hustle. Oh, that's actually one of my questions. I always ask the guests, like, you know, since we got the stimulus, what's a good way to flip a thousand dollars right now? Um, what's a good way to flip a thousand dollars? Yeah. <laughs> Get some good weed. <laughs> I know, but, right? but I'm saying, I mean, right now, bro, it's like for 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 artists right now. It's a good time for us. You know what I mean? 
because you got to look. Um, stores aren't open. Malls aren't open. You can't go. I mean, now it's starting to open. But for a long for a period, like people weren't going into stores. So me having my own merchandise, this is the time for me to shine. This is the time for me to go hard. To You know what I'm saying? And, and, and sell merch. You know what I'm saying? So uh, I feel like I don't know what is going to happen right now, but I feel like you should always pay attention to what other artists are doing, what any other entrepreneur is doing, and then like um, figure out what they're doing is working for them, whatever's working for them, and you figure out how you can kind of like implement it also in what you're doing. You know what I'm saying? So right now, merch is big. People are buying shit, like no problem. You know what I mean? And I don't think it's really going to change much when everything opens up because people are so... People are used to buying online now. You know what I'm right. saying? We did that shit for six months now. So it's like, you know what I mean? Like, we're still going to go to the stores, but a lot of people still are going to buy off of, uh, you know, um, independent. You know what I'm saying? I feel like right now is a great time for black people uh, to 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 start their own businesses because I see a lot of this black empowerment going on, um, support black businesses. And I think that's the... I think that's the best thing, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yo, if you look at the black communities, when you go into the communities, you see everybody else with stores, but you don't see a lot of black stores, at least from what I see. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like right now is a great time for for, for people to, to, to just, you know what I mean? Start their own businesses and be entrepreneurs. You know what I mean? I noticed something about you uh, that, that kind of touches that, but I noticed when, it, when you got out of uh, prison, it said you started a label and you had a, your mom shop something like right. that oh yeah you peeped that yeah i had my own store yeah so that's um, I, I noticed that i was like sick because people don't have shit like that like when they get out they don't have nothing like that so they you know so i noticed I was yeah like, oh, i helped me and my mom i helped my mom we opened up a pet store it, it it got um we went out of business but we did it you know what i'm saying um uh uh yeah and it was it was just something that I wanted to do, like you know what I mean? Like, damn, I, I was a fucking, I was a prisoner. Now I got my own store. You know what I'm saying? So it felt good. It felt good, and I feel like I feel like a lot of young people that are watching, you know, yo, listen, man, like, like, you know, if whatever problems you see in your community, you have the power to fix something. You know what I'm saying? So like, young brothers, if you going out there, you get a deal, you get some. You you come up on some on some on some money. I suggest that you you know also do something that will you know create uh, that will you know um, open up your business portfolio, but also do something for the community that'll benefit the same community that you came from. Give some somebody else also like uh, inspiration and and opportunities and stuff like that. I think that's important. I think I think I see that coming now. It's good. It's great. I love it. And I say, how did you, how do you define success? How did I find success? Yeah, what's your definition of success? Being able to do what I want when I want. Right, that's success. Mm-hmm. Being able to do what I want when I want. Having the financial freedom to do that. I don't want to, I don't need to be super rich. You know what I mean? Because it's lonely when you get too crazy. But when you have the financial freedom, let's say ah, you're my friend. I knew you for a long time. And let's say, you know, you just lost your job. You know what I'm saying? Or your grandmother, something just happened to your family. 
and you know you need a you need to come up with some money to you know get an operation or something and for you to be like yo you know and for me to see that and I'd be like yo you know what here's 10 bands you know what I'm saying that's freedom when my mom is going through something I right, you know let's fly let's all everybody pack up let's go fly over here chill out for a little bit that's freedom you know what I'm saying you don't have to be necessarily the richest person but you have financial freedom and that's what I feel like success is and where you want to be with the music? Like, because you were saying you feel like you ain't where you supposed to be yet. So where is where you supposed to be? Some people say Grammys and shit like that. So, where, you know, where you, where you I don't know. To? I guess this is where I'm supposed to be right now. I guess where I'm, this is where I'm supposed to be right now. Where I want to be. I don't know where I want to be, bro. I just wanted to have the financial freedom. You know what I'm saying? In terms of it could be with music. It don't have to be music. Music, I love making music, but at the end of the day, I don't have to do music. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'll still make music, but it doesn't have to be my my go-to thing. Like, you know what I'm saying? My major money maker. I'm down to do whatever. I have an open mind, you know what I'm saying, when it comes to that. All right, man. Well, I appreciate having you on, bro. Yeah, I appreciate you having me, man. Much love, man. Thank you, man. Appreciate that. Yeah, I see you solid, man. You for the culture. I see that. I got to tell them you for the culture. <laughs> yeah, I'm 100% for the culture, man. You know what I'm saying? What would you well, like yeah, to, definitely. Huh? What would you like to say to uh, any of the listeners? What you like to leave them with? Um, fucking, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Just, yo, man, listen, man. You know? Um, keep your head up. Grind hard. Go hard. And and, 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 and and um money money ain't everything. You know what I'm saying? Money is not everything. Money is important, but it's not everything. You know what I mean? There's still a lot of there's still there's still a lot of very important things, like, you know. So I, I just I just encourage everybody, yo, be the best person you can be and don't let money control you. You know what I mean? What's the other things important besides money? Freedom. <laughs> that's 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 more important than money. You know what I mean? Um, family is more important than money. Uh, happiness. Even though money can bring happiness, money can help happiness. But you don't need money to be happy. You know what I'm saying? But happiness is important. You know what I mean? Because you can have all the money in the world and be fucking miserable. So, like, what the fuck is good? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like... You know, there's so many people that are miserable with all the money in the world. So, um, yeah, yeah. And life is too short to be miserable every day. What's up, everybody? This is Poe from PoePolitikin.com. I'm, I'm into wholesale real estate. I did an online course, and I thought it was pretty cool, so I want to share it with y'all. The name of the course is called The Varsity Class, and it's an online course that will teach you the tools to become a real estate investor. This course will show you everything you need to know about wholesaling properties and real estate that can potentially earn you $5,000, $10,000, $20,000 or more. So you can make a lot of money in this wholesale real estate. This is a good course to get you uh, get your foot in the door. So you can change your life today. And the link is bit.ly backslash pole homes. So bit.ly backslash pole homes with an S. So thank you. Check it out. I'll holla. Thanks for listening to Pole Politicking. Like I said, this is Self Help Meets Hip Hop. 
try to interview the artists or whoever I'm interviewing, just try to get a little bit more than just the music or just entertainment. Try to get some, some stuff that you can use in your life that they're saying. And this is, uh, like they say, I got it out the mud. So 2008, we started it and been doing it this whole time. So I appreciate all the listeners we have, all my loyal listeners that stay, stay down and listen to every episode. And so if you want to be a guest, make sure you got some fox. I want some heat. But you can contact me at polepoliticking at gmail.com. Yeah, if you want to be a guest, hit me up. And also, make sure you check out the store. We sell merch, rappertshirts.com. Rappertshirts.com. So I got the polepoliticking merch on there. Got rapper t-shirts. Got men's fashion, women's fashion. Got cool stuff on there. Anybody, you know, you want to make donations, you just like what you hear. You're like, it's cool. I want to support this. Keep going. Because, you know, it takes money to build this and keep growing it. It's a cash app, dollar sign, Politic, and that's P-O-P-O-L-I-T-I-C-K-I-N. I appreciate that, or PayPal, Demo. It's always Politicking. And we're also looking for sponsors. So if you have a book, you have an album you're about to come out with, you're a record label, you're a magazine, anybody that has something they're trying to promote, let me know. You can email me at polepoliticking at gmail. And we can work something out, work out a deal. But yeah, I'm looking for sponsors, so hit me up. And I appreciate all the support. And I'll see you next episode. Ahala. Popolitikin.com.